Hello, and welcome to Autism Society of Berks County, Inspiration and Impact. I'm your host, Carol Spencer. I'm coming to you from the at-home trenches during this COVID-19 quarantine. Thanks to the wonderful team at the People Chronicles, Tony and Gami. They are helping me do this from home and making sure it gets on the air for us. And I want to acknowledge that these are really good people doing really good work. So after listening to this, please check out the People Chronicles website for more unique and inspiring stories, especially if you're from the Berks County area. So we have been home for about a month. It has been a weird, unprecedented time that none of us were prepared for. And regardless of what your situation is, we're all trying to keep our heads above water and endure challenges we never knew could exist. I know what my family and I have experienced having a child with autism, and that inspired me to share that story and reach out to others in our community about how the situation has affected them. If anything, it allows those who don't have a family member with ASD to get a glimpse into this world, because after all, it is Autism Awareness, Autism Acceptance Month. But also, hopefully, it will let families know that they are not alone. For us, it has been rough rougher than I ever thought it could be. When all this started, I thought, oh, you know what, it's just like being home for the summer. We can make all kinds of plans. Uh, we can make a schedule. You know, we've got this. Well, we don't got this like we thought we would. For someone who survives and thrives on routine, everything has been virtually cut off almost cold turkey. Our son's daily school routine, cut off. Having the direct involvement of his team, teachers, therapists, one-to-one support, all who are the one of the main reasons he makes any progress cut off. His routine activities like horseback riding and music therapy, done for a while. Safe havens and fun places to visit like his grandmother's house, uh, checking out the books at Target, going to a trampoline park or going out to eat, done. In the summer, we can prep Peter. School is all done. We have plans and activities and summer schooling to look forward to. Now we only have our house, our yard, and the occasional car ride. And he just does not understand or process what's happening. And whether it's a response to pain from his wisdom teeth cutting through, because sure, let's, you know, throw that in there, uh, his usual bad reaction to seasonal allergies, and yet we're going to toss that on too, or his, his inability to understand why life is like this now, our background music for weeks has been his on and off screaming. Uh, and, and it's an aggressive reaction. He has been pushing on his face so hard that we see bruises from the frame of his glasses on the bridge of his nose. The pushing has also been causing nosebleeds, and we are really just waiting for the day he breaks his own nose. And when you try to stop him, his energy needs to go somewhere. So then he'll grab onto us and squeeze, and our son is big, and he has no idea how strong he is especially when he's not in control of his responses. His sleep, which has always been messed up, is even more disturbed. And I think that's true for a lot of kids out there, um, probably the adults as well. And the way we need to present his schoolwork is something that he hasn't done before. So at 18, you expect your child to be independent with online schooling. But with Pete, 
PTSD, his intellectual disability, this isn't happening. So he has to endure me as his teacher as I try to navigate this new way of doing things. And his teachers are so much better at this than I will ever be. I mean, seriously, bless all you teachers for all that you do and all that you're doing right now to help our kids. So, you know, I have never known stress like this before. I have never experienced defeat like this. Uh, Defeated. That's the word that sums up everything for me right now. It sucks and it feels like it will never end because usually we would have turned a corner by now, but these are stranger times. I just have to have faith that things will get better especially with fine-tuning and implementing strategies, and maybe, maybe there will be light at the end of this tunnel. So parents of children with autism often feel isolated. Even the prevalence rates are now 1 in 54 children diagnosed with autism. There is still a sense of isolation. Now, it's tenfold. You can't do the majority of the few things that maybe your child enjoys or go to the places they love and your kid can't grasp why no matter how often you explain it. Yeah, I get it. You are not alone. So I decided to reach out to our community to get their stories of how being on the home line has impacted them and their loved ones with ASD. And this is some of what they shared with me. I heard from a mother with an adult daughter with ASD and multiple other special needs who, while verbal, is just unable to comprehend why she can't go to her favorite places or hang out with her friends. This is despite the fact that she has heard these stories on the radio or she's seen it on TV repeatedly. The connection is not being made. And this rang true for another parent whose son asks every day to go away to his favorite places and is just not understanding why this can't happen. And if you know someone with autism, you know how many get really fixated on something once it gets in their head, Um, regardless of where they are cognitively. Many are relentless with repeating these requests, not because they're just being pesty and trying to get what they want, but it is because they are often incapable of comprehending why they can't get what they want. Now, this is an activity, it's something you can't just push off to the end of the day or tomorrow. You have to wait indefinitely. And indefinitely is just really too abstract for a lot of our kids to understand. Uh, a mom also told me about the stress of trying to work full time, uh, uh, you know, while home tending to two young children. That's true for a lot of us. Um, One of her children with autism needs constant one-to-one support to stay on task. He's not one who enjoys a tablet or watching TV, which is a go-to for so many of us. Uh, He needs constant monitoring because he will be destructive and take things apart. Doing independent work is not going to happen. He's never had to use a Chromebook for learning. And on top of that, he has fine motor difficulties. He's a kid like so many who need the proximity of an adult prompting, one-to-one support, hand-over-hand help, and specialized ABA and verbal behavior instruction, which again, it's been cut off. So add that on top of everything. Uh, There's a lot of legit worry about regression with our kids. We spend a lot of time teaching certain skills that many take for granted. Without your support team of teachers and therapists to help continue teaching or maintaining those skills, you can potentially undo months, if not years worth of progress. You know, and another parent also brought up the worry of 
your child contract or her child contracting the coronavirus and then not being able to express their pain and the potential for them to be hospitalized alone without the person who's able to advocate and be their voice. So let's just hope and pray that 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 doesn't happen to anyone. So despite all the trials, there are some families who have experienced some success and surprising positives. I heard from a family whose son has shown a newfound maturity during this time and has begun to adhere to his own schedule, which is wonderful. I'd also like to think that we as caregivers can get really creative with how we handle this situation. And I will let you know how that goes in a few weeks. Before I wrap up, I wanted to share some things I learned from an online article written by Sean Patrick Hughes on the site humanparts.medium.com. Mr. Hughes is the parent of a son with autism, and his words hit home for me, and I, I hope they might give you a little reassurance. While expressing the enduring love he has for his family and son, as we all ultimately do, he talked about all the losses and fears that have been mentioned, you know, being cut off from supports, from friends, activities, worries about regression, and so on. He called it being stuck in the suck. (laughs) And that's exactly how I feel right now. And so while I'm going to share some strategies that families have implemented to get unstuck from the suck in a future podcast, I wanted to leave you with a summary of his three points of advice. So number one, keep in mind that every moment is just a moment and every day is just a day. Don't allow the negatives to build up and then bring you down. And this quote is a powerful one. Um, Don't project any reality as representative of some permanent future. While these times are challenging, we are not going to ruin anyone's life during this time period. We're not. Number two, gratitude. We are all going through such a strange time. It is easy to get lost in the negatives. However, just pause. Take a closer look. There is much to be grateful for. You need to find it every day. And finally, See yourself in the service of caring for your child. Mr. Hughes states that one should not view our hurdles as a long list of tedious things that we shouldn't have to deal with. It's an opportunity to serve your child. In fact, he says, quote, through the lens of service, the tedious becomes honorable, end quote. You are capable capable of doing that and so much more. So this is where I'll leave you. If you're like me and seeing a lot of darkness right now, I know that you and I will get our groove back and see the light at the end of that tunnel. And regardless of our situation, we have the strength to ride this out. Hang in there, friends, and I will talk to you soon. For more information, visit us at AutismSocietyOfBerksCounty.org, join our Facebook page, Autism Society of Berks County Members Group, and check us out on Twitter at Berks Autism.